what you quickly realize is actually just a costume, is walking through the the area, waving about. This is something Harold's quite familiar with. He's seen the Ferromaster's gelatinous cube many times. Well, that's legitimately terrifying. Yes, I know. Of all of the things you could choose for a mascot, I'm not really sure why Ferromaster chose a cube. As Sigurd comes rushing into the bar, mm-hmm. uh, and he's got trail of blood that got streaked down his face, and he looks over and he sees Michael, and he rushes over to him. The have gore. Who? <gasps> the, the, the. He rubs some of the blood out of his eye. Who? And now we continue. They have gore. <gasps> Who? The, 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 he rubs some of the blood out of his eye. Who? Some of those vampires that captured him. He, he grabs Michael's drink and downs it. <sighs> take a breath, take a breath. Sorry, the, they, you mean the, those, those other university people? Some, some of the members of the, Delador Vampire Mugby team. They they jumped they jumped Gore and I they carried him off. Costume and all. Ah, well that solves that mystery. Um they they drew blood? That seems very I mean that seems extreme for a sporting the, rivalry. I, there was a a, a, t- a tussle and they just things got heated. Can Meredith do a medicine check on Sigurd? Really quickly, mm-hmm. she kind of goes over and like inspects his head. Oh, that's a one. So that's a three. Uh, looks like just. I make it worse. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you poke the the wound. Ah. Oh, sorry. Stay still. Uh, it looks to be mostly just like a, a scratch across his head, but okay. head wounds bleed a lot. Yeah, they do. And he hasn't done anything to stem the the blood. Um. Potentia's going to hand him, like, a giant pile of napkins off the table and just, like, motion to put it on his head because he's getting uh, okay. a mess everywhere. Yeah. I mean, he's looks like he's lost a lot of blood for someone his size. Mm-hmm. Does, that, does anyone else appear to have noticed that there's a gnome bleeding everywhere in this bar? Uh, people have noticed, but, you know, he's got a, a clot of napkins on his head now and he's talking to the four of you. And you aren't freaking out, so he, so the rest of the bar doesn't I'm seem to be. I'm going to stand up and just be like, is anyone a cleric who can fix this, please, so we can find out what happened? Meredith just kind of looks up at her and goes, Then do something! I am! Poking it doesn't count. Can anyone be of any assistance, please? I, I, I don't think he needs magical healing potential. I think like a... You know, a, a bit of gauze or whatever will be fine. Uh, Michael, do you know, is there a, a first aid kit around? Uh, yeah, there'll, there'll be one um, behind the bar. Um, 
Can one of you go? I, I need. I need to find out more about what happened to Gore. Yes, uh, uh, of course. I'll. I'll go. I um, go and grab some like pack. You know, like patches and stuff. Yeah. So the the bar staff will like that. The bar staff are used to people getting injured in the bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's usually a quiet kind of place, but it's a university. People get injured all the time here. Glasses get dropped. Barbarian societies play knife games. Mm-hmm. They're used to this kind of thing. So yes, they, they will give you some gauze and, and bandages and things. Sigurd, tell me wh- where where are they? Where'd they go? Uh, as he's holding that napkins to his head. Uh, they were heading along the river. Um, they might be in lost water. Um, Michael will like uh, you're sure. What's Lost Water? It's a, a suburb just near here, um, along the river. It's from a, a lower socioeconomic group of people. Uh, it, can you look after him? Yeah. Do you need a hand? We can come with. Um, maybe. I just I need to. And he stands up. I just need to. I need to go. And he he runs out of the bar. Uh. Potentia's going to look at Meredith being like, uh, with the are you good face that Meredith would have seen uh, in the cafe. Yeah. And Meredith goes, yeah, go. Potentia's going after Michael. Okay. Yeah. I assume I would have arrived about at this point given the timing and I'll I'll leave the supplies as Meredith uh, and join Potentia, I think. I probably wouldn't let Michael leave. Yeah. Um, So we will transition now to Michael running along the riverbank. Potentia's going to call out to him, stop, we want to help you, but you've got to slow down just enough so we can run as a group. Like, because she's not a runner by any stretch. Mm-hmm. Um, he will he'll stop and, like, look back at you and look back along the river. Okay, come on. I, they could still be... We could catch them. Mm-hmm. We're coming, but... Team. Teamwork makes the dream work, mate. Come on. Let's go. Yes, Michael, I know you're worried about gore. We all are. But, um, you know, running off by yourself, I think you're only going to get into more trouble. Let's just, uh, you know, let's grab Meredith, maybe Sigurd. You know, he could be helpful as well. And, um, you know, four's better than one, don't you think? Or Um, five. Can I just retroactively say that as I was running out, I probably would have pointed at Meredith and sent her a message and just been like, I will send you word of where we are. Just fix him and I'll let you know. Yeah. Um, Meredith, can you please make another medicine check for me while you're back in the bar with Sigurd? Yep. Oh, that's better. Natural 20. Hmm. So that's 22. Way better. Yeah. From the sublime to the ridiculous, right? <laughs> Very good. Yeah. You immediately patch him up. You're like, oh, wait, hang on. Like it, it, it all comes rushing back to you. Pressure here. Yeah, yeah. Bandage. And she looks very competent. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just that that moment of like, wait, what happens? How do I do this? Yeah. Here we go. Like recovers immediately. Yeah. Muscle memory comes back. All she's all good. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, should we should we go up? We we need a. <sighs> I've lost some. I've lost some blood. Maybe <sighs> Sick, that... you need to sit down. I'll get you a glass of water. Maybe that um... ale wasn't the right choice. No, probably not. Look, I'll get you some water. 
Um, Potentia said that she was going to send us location details. I'm going to stay here with you. Make sure you don't do anything silly because I know you. And um, and we're just going to give you a second to recover. There's no shame in that at all. And we'll go and catch up with them later. Okay? Okay. Okay. All right. So we will jump back to Potentia and Harold and Michael. Sorry for splitting the group. It's okay. That's fine. I'm I just trying to work out if I can... Uh, how I can quickly get you word is fine. You're all good. So the three of you uh, making your way along the riverbank, um, out of the Ferromasters University, and into Lost Water. You immediately notice that these buildings are much more ramshackle, put together in less cohesive ways. Mm-hmm. There's less a plan here, and more buildings have sprung up as they've as streets have get, gotten longer. Uh, it's getting dark now as well. Uh, and Michael was looking frazzled, dis- distracted. Uh, and he seems to just kind of be like running and looking down every street and then running and looking down the next street. Michael, uh, can I ask, do you know, d- did Gore, is there anything that Gore keeps on him all the time? Um, yes, uh, he has He has a necklace his father gave him. Excellent. Uh, describe it to me, if you would. I, I know you're, you're looking, but... Um... Um, okay, uh, it's, uh, in the shape of a bear claw, uh, and I, I'm not sure, it seems to be made out of, like, a a lump of, of iron with, um, some animal's claws sunk into it. I'm not sure what kind of animal they are. Does that, does that help? Uh, yes, I, I think so. Um, DM, would I have seen this, Harold? Um, because I guess Gore, if he wears it all the time. Uh, you've probably seen it at some point, yeah. but you didn't know he wore it all the time. Okay, so what I'll do then is um, I'll look into the constellation sphere and bringing the, the, the sort of the bear claw into my mind, uh, I'll cast locate object. Mm-hmm. And I, in doing that, um, I can sense the direction of the object's location as long as it's within a thousand feet. Uh, and if the object is in motion, I would know the direction of its movement. So, um, basically, the, um, the the constellation sphere will act like a bit of a radar. And as I move the constellation mm. sphere around, it would sort of glow if I'm I'm sort of pointing it in the right direction. Okay. Uh, you don't get any um, pings at the moment. As you move, I'll let you know if you find something. Okay, so yeah, we'll. I guess we'll keep moving further into um, Lost Water. For uh, non-American listeners, a thousand feet is three hundred meters. So as you run along the, the Silent River, you will be looking for these pings. Is a thousand feet only re- like really only three hundred meters? Yeah. Huh. It's approximately. Like, I mean, I'm 185 centimetres tall and I'm just, like, I'm just shy of 6'1". Right. Okay. So, yeah. It's like a third, roughly. It's roughly a third. Yeah. It's slightly okay. less than a third, yeah. It catches me out too sometimes. 2.2 pounds to the kilo. I just chuck it into Google. <laughs> okay, so you're running along, looking for a ping, checking down streets. You're well and truly into lost water now, but haven't spotted anyone that you would recognize where any kind of sig- like signifier for the Thelodar vampires um, people are going about their business 
and it's a little odd seeing three people just like running through the area um, but no one like stops you to question you um, you do see some town guards who uh, as calm has come over Michael he will hang on a minute uh, maybe they've seen something and he'll run over to the guards and have a chat to them briefly leaving uh, Potentia and, and Harold uh, just for a moment I'm going to uh, summon my familiar and get them to fly back to Meredith and tell them where we are tell her where we are okay he looks terrified yes well obviously Gore is his friend I mean he's he's right to be worried um, I, I think we need to you know calm him down a little and and maybe try a more systematic approach i mean you know this this um this locate spell is quite powerful i think if we can just find a ping it shouldn't be too hard to find gore after that okay um she's gonna walk oh walk calmly over to michael um uh the guards have, have finished their conversation with him and they're walking away yeah. he looks a little defeated hey stop breathe I know. They, I, they didn't see anything. I know. I can tell on your face. Stop. Breathe. Much as this is not the words you want to hear right now, we have to do this logically. Because otherwise, we're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. If we do it logically, we'll get there faster than if we do it haphazardly. Okay. Okay? So, Harold has the locate spell up. We need to do this systematically so that we can find him. Yes? Yes. So. Yeah, okay, so he's probably not getting... A, we're probably wasting some of his area. Yes. By walking near the river so closely. We should. So let's go in away from the river. So she's going to say that loud enough that Harold can hear her say, let's go inwards away from the river. Okay. Um, and mm -hmm. she's going to do that thing of... You know when someone links arms with you in a like, I'm going to pull you this way, but I've got you kind of way? Not in a like, mm -hmm. we're best, best buds for, forever and I'm going to put my arm around your shoulder, but that like, and we're going now um, mm. kind of way. And we're walking. <laughs> mm. and, <laughs> and we walk away. Sam, we walk away. <laughs> Sorry. Michael, I haven't had much occasion to to visit Lost Water, I must say, but do you do you know the area at all? I mean, think, is there like a warehouse district or, you know, somewhere where they might want to stash him for any reason? There is there is some, some area that they have warehouses. Um, yes, that's, we should, that's a good idea. Okay. Um, he, he like looks around to kind of orientate himself. Uh, uh, down this road. Well, that sounds like way. a good start. Let's let's head that way to begin with. How mm. long would it take my familiar to get back to Merida? Um, couple minutes. Um, I would have given it the instruction to like to to follow and to find me again, basically. Okay. So that Meredith could follow her back. Meredith, you are uh, sitting with mm -hmm. Sigurd, who has calm down a lot. In the meantime, she's been like packing away all of her books and stacking them neatly um, in a, with the help of the bar staff, <laughs> like helping her pack stuff away into a corner so she can come back and get it later. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, like, like a lot of the colour has come back to Sigurd's mm -hmm. face when an owl swoops in through the open doorway 
and lands next to you. You would recognize uh, this owl. Oh, okay. I do recognize it. Good. Um, oh, hello. Have you come to... Is this from Potentia? It looks at you and, like, twists its head. Uh, and she kind of looks at Sigurd as, as if to say, like... Like, flaps. It, like, huh? does one of those, like, wing flaps and then settles back down. I think this is Potentia's familiar. So do you, do you have a message? Uh, it will fly back out the door. Okay. I think... I, th- I think we need to follow. You hear, like, the owl screech outside. Yeah, I'm going to say we need to follow. Let's do that. How are you feeling, Sig? Are you feeling okay? Better. Feeling better. You can... Do you reckon you can come with us? Yes. All right, let's go. Okay. So you will uh, run out of the bar and follow Potentia's owl as it flies low and slow for you, leading you, you back towards Potentia. Okay. As Harold and Potentia and Michael are making their way through Lost Water, uh, on the very edge of your glowing mm-hmm. panel, there's a ping. Um, which general direction? Uh, it'll be in the direction you're currently traveling. Okay. Oh, I think we, we have him. Um, there's, a, there's, there's just the slightest ping uh, on, on the orb, so I think we should follow this and, and see where it leads us for now. But cautiously, I don't want to run into a trap. Yeah, let's let's do that. So the three of you will make your way through the streets uh, into the, the warehouse district of Lost Water, and Harold will spot someone with the the Thelodar colors, the purple and red of the Thelodar colors. So wear red and gold, and they're purple and red. Yeah. In Potentia's mind, it's like, that's not confusing at all on the sporting field. It's fine. I'm sure they have a second kit, uh, an away kit. Um, but they see someone wearing, like, a Thelodar University shirt. You're like, ah, that one. You're standing outside of a warehouse, just kind of, like, having a, a, having a smoke. Hmm. What, what is Michael wearing? Is it, is it, like, is he in his civvies or is he in, in his... Um... Uh, Michael is always training to be a city guard, so he is in his his uniform. Mm-hmm. Even to go to have a drink at a bar with Gore? Michael, we need to have words. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'll, I'll turn to the group and say, well, this looks like the place to me. What do you reckon? Well, assuming that that's the whatever that other university's colors are then i suppose um i mean i guess i'm just gonna like we just walk up there and, and like demand go back uh, right? no, no michael i i think potentially um this might be more of a stealth mission than a full frontal assault um we don't know how many people there are we could be outnumbered um I presume your um, your little friend Potentia has sent for Meredith and Sigurd. Um, mm-hmm. I think what we do is we just stay out of sight for a moment. You know, Gore isn't going anywhere. I, I mean, Michael, I don't think they will hurt him. You know, I, I mean, the, the fact is, this is this is about 
Mugby at the end of the day. Uh, I don't think they would really harm him. It seems like they were a little overzealous in the original scuffle, but I think we can play this one quietly. I have a few tricks that can help us, and, uh, you know, Potentia's friend here could be quite useful in scouting, I'm sure, as well. Um, let's just wait for the others and then come up with a plan. I think we have to think this through a little. Okay. They'll get here and then Meredith will be able... Meredith is small, as is Sigurd, who also is... cares as much... well, maybe not as much, as you do. And with five of us, we've got better odds. That's true. Five is better odds, okay. Because we don't know how many are inside. There's one outside. We don't know how many are inside right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. All right. This, this, is, this in and of itself is not a game of Mugby. I've never really played, so... Well... I've, I've seen a couple games. Hey, Ross here. If you've been enjoying the show, we'd love it if you could recommend the show to a friend. It really helps us spread the word about the show. If you want to learn more about the world of Dungeons and Doctorates or submit questions and messages, check out dndoctorates.com. That's dndoctorates.com. If you'd like to help support the show, why not check out our merch over at merch.dndoctorates.com. And now, back to the action. Um, yeah. Okay. So let's let's let's. Uh, he looks around. Should we should we hide? This is new to me. Yes, I, I think so, Michael. I mean, let's just you know find a quiet corner here, um, and, and and we'll just hide while the others arrive. Okay. Sure. Um, can I get stealth checks from everyone, please? I will cast guidance on everybody. Okay, so, what, so that adds an extra D4. D4. Stealth. Good, because Michael needs it. Okay. Uh, In- 22. 22. Yeah. Uh, 14 for Harold. Okay, with, with Harold's guidance, Michael gets a 12. Does my 22 help the others kind of disappear a bit more? You are like more like... You are, like, melted into shadows. You are disappeared. Harold is, like, almost helping Michael, like, don't stand there. Please don't stand there. You'll you'll be there a few minutes before, potentially, your owl will swoop past and land on a, a branch, like a, an old tree that's kind of managed to survive the spread of civilization into these, this area. Uh, and it's very quickly followed by... Meredith and Sigurd. Who are puffing a little bit because they've just run the whole way. So, okay, we're here. Sig, are you okay? Yep. I'm fine. Awesome. Uh, What's happening? What's going on? Uh, Michael's just looking down the street. Well, we, uh, we, we managed to track down Gore to this building here and... Mm -hmm. Obviously, this fellow outside seems to be keeping watch, which confirms our suspicions, I think. We were just debating, uh, before you got here, the best way to um, gain some intel, I guess. What have you come up with? What's the debate? I think we should tell the guards and, and have them deal with this. This is what they're for. Okay. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's their job. 
I, I see the merit in that. Yes. What else? Yes, it certainly couldn't hurt. Um, I, I'm just thinking maybe we send in the uh, the owl, you know, just to make sure that we're not barking up the wrong tree before we get the guards involved. At that moment, the owl takes off and like swoops over to have a look through the windows because Potentia has just telepathically told it. So okay. Do that. Um, and then report so this back to him. is a large two-story warehouse building mm-hmm. um, with a row of windows uh, up on the second floor, as well as uh, a skylight, which is a moonlight at this point because it is nighttime. Mm-hmm. And your owl will swoop ahead and be able to peer inside. To... It's about three hundred feet down the road. Cool. What I'd like her to do is to um... oh, three hundred feet down the road. Yeah. I didn't think we were that far away from it. You, well, I mean, you're about 100 meters away. Okay. Unless you wanted to get in closer. You can um, move in closer if you wanted to. Well. And you can you notice that like, as as we're all sit, standing around, Michael's getting, like, bouncier. Jump, like, his, his leg, is, his leg is, is bouncing and tapping. Okay. Um. Yeah, so basically it's, I, I'm going to retcon something because I thought we were closer than we were. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm going to have telepathically instructed her to um, sort of sweep past the second story windows and peer in looking for uh, Gore, who I would give a brief description of such that she could recognize him, not because I need her to particularly be like, go to go Mm -hmm. in and have a look. Um, have a look on oh, second floor, sweep past, and then have a look and count how many people who are not gore there are there as well. Okay. Um, you can communicate with your familiar, thinking about how detailed you can communicate these things. I can communicate telepathically, so I could telepathically put the image of gore in mm. her head, which is basically okay. what I would do. Okay. She will fly off. And I'll tell her to to land sort of a hundred feet away from me, like on a house on the other side. So it just looks like she sort of swooped around and mm-hmm. perched somewhere. Um, so she will kind of like fly up and over, uh, do a couple circles around the building and then fly back partly part way to you across the road and land on a building like a hundred feet away from you, 200 ish feet from the warehouse itself. Uh, and she will communicate to you, why don't you message me what she communicates to me so that I can explain how much I give to everyone. Okay. Because Michael is there and I they'd be I would limit how much I would tell people based on what. Makes sense. Ben, while you're doing that, can I make an in can Meredith make an insight check um to see what the hell if she can figure out what the hell is going on with Michael because I think he's he's very invested in this and I want to try and find out why. Yeah, you can do an insight check. Thank you. Ah, oh, man. I only got seven. No, you can't get yeah. a read on Michael at the moment. Dang it. He's not really engaging with you and he's... No. Yeah. Fair. It's worth a shot. I'm do having a telepathic do conversation do with my owl. Do Sorry. Do 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 so, yeah, like, I am getting information from my owl, but I'm also having a telepathic conversation backwards and forwards with her so that I can work out okay. what information I need to uh, give everyone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... I'm just going to say it seems like there are about four people inside. At least that's that's what we can see through the second floor windows. Um, and so that's five, including the one outside. That's the information mm-hmm. I give to the group. Yeah. Okay. okay. 
Uh, Michael War, did did your owl see Gore? Yes. He stands up. No. You're not going in there, not until we have a plan of what we're doing. There's five of them. Well, I, I can I can tell the guards. They're, they're holding him probably against his will, uh, and and the guards can go and arrest them. I mean, based on what happened yesterday, guys, I don't think that's a bad idea. Potential looks to Harold. I mean, we can keep watch here, Michael, while you go mm. to the guards. I, you know, if anything happens, we can... We can let you know. Okay, you you stay here. I'm going to go and and find some guards and then and and get them to come back and help. Sigurd will say, "I, I will go with Michael." He like nods at Meredith. Um, so Michael and Sigurd go running off down the street. Welcome trying to, to find Ben some getting guards. rid of the NPCs because he doesn't want to roleplay them into this fight. Lol. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so what are the three of you uh, doing while they are away? Keeping watch. Keeping watch, I think. I'll probably turn to the group and say, um, I know Sigurd was roughed up a little, but I mean, this kind of has the air to me of some university hijinks gone a little too far. I don't think they would mm. actually harm Gore. Harold, what can you tell us about the other university? Like, is this something that happens all the time, or...? Well, you know, it's like the normal university stuff. Um, you know, every university has its sort of local rival. Um, Felidor is, uh, you know, the, the rival of Firmastus, as it were. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally the pranks don't go so far as this, though. I mean, you know, it's like the... I think at one point we uh, dressed up the Felidor, um founder statue in a dress or something, and... You know, it, normally it's light-hearted. I, I suppose this one's gone a little too far, though. Hmm. Potentia, I, can you tell us what, what you saw when um, when your owl went to have a look? I mean, I basically did. But Gore was in there, yeah? Yes. Did he look hurt? She said he looks asleep. So, okay. whatever that means. There's multiple, multiple ways to read that, I suppose. Mm. Well... I guess he's not in any immediate danger. We can just wait here until they get back. Yes, I think so. I mean, I don't want to storm in there. We are outnumbered. Um, and, you know, Michael is right. The city guards are here for, you know, th- these kinds of misdemeanors. Exactly. And I mean, look at what happened last time we got involved in something like this. Well, quite, Yes. Uh, a few minutes will pass and Michael will come back with a pair of City Watch guards. He and Sigurd give you like a, a thumbs up as they walk past you, as the group of them walk towards the warehouse. Are you going to follow them to the front of the warehouse or are you going to stay here? I'm not, but I'm going to get my owl to fly so that she can keep an eye on it and, and circle back and tell me. Okay. Um, so... From your position here on the corner, you will see the guards, Michael and Sigurd, go through the front door where this man is standing and just kind of keeping watch in a a casual kind of way. From where you are now, you won't be able to hear the conversation, but Mm -hmm. from where you are, you see the guards talk with this, this man. Someone else will come outside and talk with the guards. Someone else from inside the warehouse will come out and, and talk with these guards 
and then Michael lunges at this man and the guards grab Michael and hold him back and then the guards take Michael a ways down the street and then walk away and leave him there and he walks back towards you with Sigurd what, what, what happened? Michael is just kind of like looking down at the, the warehouse he's not saying anything Sigurd will reply they the guards said they need probable cause to get in and our word wasn't enough when we asked if if we could go in and have a look one of them came out and said that his uncle owns the building and didn't want us to come in so the guards would have to get a warrant hmm and that's when Michael leapt at him Michael's fists clench and um, the guards had to drag Michael away Yes. Okay, there is definitely something weird happening here. Michael, can you think of any reason why somebody would be after Gore? Because this is not just a normal university prank. I, I don't know. Sigurd, do you have any idea? He, he was wearing the mascot costume. But then, like, if this is a simple university thing, why would they not turn him over? I don't understand. Maybe it's all gone too far. Is there a game on soon, Sigurd? Tomorrow. And is Gore normally the one in the mascot costume? He is, yes. <sighs> yeah, so it, it seems to me that they're trying to keep him until after the game tomorrow, which, you know, seems a little extreme for, a, you know, an afternoon of sport, but I have heard of things like this before. Um... Can, can I ask, Ben, my... Can I ask my familiar, please, whether the, any mm -hmm. of the windows on the top floor were openable? Definitely. Could she open them? She couldn't open any of the windows. Sorry, could she unlatch them is actually probably really uh, what I'm talking yes. about. Okay. Like, she could probably unlatch them, but okay. un like opening them would probably be too much given her limited dexterity ability, mm -hmm. lacking hands and things. She has... She has claws, but I'm thinking about where she could land to then get okay. enough. Um, um, that's fine. I'm going to get her to, like, unlatch. Is it is it a freestanding warehouse, or is it, like, does it butt up against a... Um, it is. Thing? There are a number of warehouses. It is freestanding, but the next warehouse, like, the, the gap between one roof and the other is only about five feet. So it's steppable. Jumpable. But it's it, it's as in it's traversable is my point. Yes. It's not like yes. Um. Okay. I would like to ask her, please, to open a window that cannot be seen from the street. To unlatch a window that cannot be seen from the street. Mm -hmm. Is it a leverable window? What do you mean? Could I use a lever to open it? Ah. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking, I was like, thinking about if you were talking about the mechanism of the actual window itself. Is it a lever window? No, as in, is it openable by a lever? Yes. That's what I'd like her to go do. Yeah, okay. Uh, she will fly over. Now, can I please get you, you Potentia, for me to roll a dexterity check for your owl? Do you have the stats for your owl there? You could uh, roll for her. I do, hold on. Uh, 16. Yes. She's able to uh, 
unlatch one of these windows and what? swing it open slightly. Does anyone notice it opening? Because mm. she'd be able to tell me, like she, when she came back, would be able to tell me that. No, no one noticed. Oh. So you haven't said anything to the group yet, though. You've just nope. been having this conversation yep. with your, your owl. Okay. She's looking, no, she's looking at everyone being like, what's the plan? While the owl is off doing this. Well, okay. unfortunately, my locate object spell has faded, so we don't really have that to show the guards. Um, I suppose the question is, are we mounting a rescue? Is that is that the plan? or? I mean, I can be... I can see through the eyes of my owl if I get within 100 feet, and we can use that as evidence, but I don't know that it's particularly going to be something that they believe. It's still sort of your word against theirs, isn't it, at that point? Hmm. I mean, I can make us very difficult to detect. Um, we could have a closer look. Michael's just kind of muttering to himself. I thought the guards would, would solve this. I, I I have the perception, I think, to, to hear this. Michael, you yeah. know, it's not, I don't think it's their fault. Uh, you know, they're just following the letter of the law as it is. Um, you know, it, it protects as much as, as, it, as sometimes it hinders, you know. It, there's, there's no... You know, the, the Lord is, is not on anyone's side, per se. I, I think... Well, what, what if what if I went and I, I told the guards that I had seen Gore inside? You haven't seen Gore inside, Michael. I... I could lie. I don't think that will go very well for you, Michael. I mean, you have aspirations to be in the King's Guard, don't you? I, I mean, I, I think... Possibly, if, like, if you're willing, we, we could we could try a sneaky approach, you know. Um, I have a few tricks up my sleeve. I'm sure I'm sure others do as well. I'm not very sneaky, Harold. I'm not. I'm aware of that, but I can I can give you some assistance. It's done as well in the past. It really has. Okay, okay, so you, you three rescued me from the, the underlibrary. You, you clearly know something. We've done this before, and I think we've tried telling the appropriate people, and they can't do anything, so... Or won't. Well, yeah, or won't. It's up to us. For university okay. spirit, then, and gore, of course. For gore. Let's do For it. gore. All right, and I shall cast Pass Without Trace. Remind us what that does. So, for the duration, which is an hour, each creature that I choose within 30 feet of me, including myself, has a plus 10 bonus to dexterity stealth checks and can't be tracked except by magical means. A creature that receives this bonus leaves behind no tracks or traces of its passage. Hence the name, Pass Without Trace. Hence the name. How many people can you include in that? Everyone within 30 feet that I choose, which is all of us. Does a familiar count as a person? If they're within 30 feet. Do they have to remain within 30 feet? Yes, they do. That is... Okay. That is uh, an important part of the spell, yeah. So this is like group okay. stealth in World of Warcraft. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you are you are emitting you a stealth field. You stay within the circle. Yeah. Stay within the bubble. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Okay. Kate's like... <laughs> wow. <laughs> I know. We are a bunch of nerds. Not all the same kind. No. No. <laughs> Wait, we are a Skittles bag of, uh, of nerds. Mm. <laughs> if only there Face was the some rainbow. kind of candy that would uh, we could relate to being nerds. Uh, anyway. 
But they only have one or two flavors in a packet. Oh no, you can get those massive boxes that are like every flavor. Okay. Um, okay. Anyway, not the point. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now, so I don't think Potentia has has told people about her roof um, activities yet. So what is what is Harold's thought about getting into this building? Well, I'm open to ideas, but it it seems like going in via the front might not be the best way. Um, we could try and surprise them somehow. Do we have a way to get up onto the roof? Uh, Harold, you'll be able to spot. There is like a fire escape ladder mm-hmm. on one of these buildings nearby that you could climb up onto. Because Harold is so good at climbing. <laughs> because well, because Harold can spot ladders. Yeah, <laughs> I mean ladders. Ladders are traditionally know. that's always gone well. Yeah, tradition. I I think mechanic wise, ladders just <laughs> give everybody a bonus to climb. Yeah, Jeff, checks the climbing. I feel like ladders are actually just kind of normal terrain, aren't they? Um, yeah, I don't think you need anyway, to roll sorry. or anything. There is a ladder up there. We could perhaps, um, you know, carefully climb our way up there, and then I don't know. Maybe there's a window or something we could get through. There are windows on the second floor and a skylight through the roof. Um, I'm aware that the one of the windows on the second floor is open, like unlocked. Well, that's it then. Okay, well, that's that sounds good. Um, shall we try that? Well, it's a plan. Michael sighs. I, I may have alerted them to me being around. They might be more on edge now. Michael, which did you did he lunge at the one at the front door? Because I so, like I would know which one. He, he lunged at the one who came outside uh, right. from inside. Michael, you could always get in through the front door by going to apologize. If you were so inclined. Why would I and apologize? To th- I'm not suggesting that you would functionally apologize and mean oh. it. I'm suggesting, Michael, that this is one of those few occasions where you might choose to lie. Meredith, like, waggles her eyebrows at him and grins. Uh, Sigurd looks up and says, Oh, Michael, let me show you how the barbarian society gets into a fight. Yes. Right, well, should we arrange some kind of signal then if we're going to split up? Um, we should time this properly. Um, do we have a way of doing that? <laughs> I'm just going to have my bur- my my familiar come back down and land on my shoulder. All right, then. Um, so we make our way to the roof. You uh, fellows create a distraction at the front. Is that how it's going to go? I think we can do that. Definitely we can do that. That sounds like fun. All right, well, off we go. So the three of you ascend this ladder as Michael and Sigurd walk down the street, psyching themselves up. I'm going to go up first because I, in theory, know which window has been opened because mm-hmm. no one knows that I know which one it is, but I do know which one it is. <laughs> yes, yes, you do. All right. Uh, Potentia takes the lead. There are going to be two jumps you'll have to make mm-hmm. from this building you're currently in to the next building and then that building onto the actual warehouse that you're trying to get into. Uh, unless you have some other means to do s- to cross a five foot gap, I will need athletics checks. Can or I do acrobatics. acrobatics? Yeah. You can I'll do acrobatics. Acrobat, flip, your, flip your way across. Flip, flip, flip. I'll cast guidance on everyone before we go. Oh, yeah, okay. I'll, I'd, I'd like to sort of leap. So less um, uh, forcefully, more gracefully. Well, okay. I just got a seven. Plus, plus the guidance. Oh, plus, plus no, a d4. Hang on, plus four. Seven plus four plus four. 
Hang on. No, seven plus a D four plus. No, yeah. no, I know. So I Your... rolled a seven. I have acrobatics plus four, and then I've got to add plus four, so that's fifteen. Then yeah, seventeen for Harold. Yeah, and fifteen for. Yes, you all easily managed to get across this five foot gap. Hello, it's your friendly Dungeons and Doctorates DM here, reminding you once again to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at DN Doctorates, and to use the hashtag DN Doctorates when you talk about the show. I'm currently writing the next arc for DN Doctorates, and I'm looking for NPC names. If you recommend the show on social media and tag us using hashtag DN Doctorates, you might hear an NPC named after you in a future episode. So recommend the show to your friends and become immortalized in the DN Doctorates canon. We have a personal message to be read out on the show this episode. This one is going to be read by Harold, so I'm going to pass it over to him. This message comes from Durgus to the Icosahedron Fridays. I am proud to be the druid on the team and vow to always provide good berries for a morning pick-me-up. Onward! always good to have one D&D player sending a message to their group. Uh, I love that that is something that we can do on this show. And if you would like one of us, myself, Ross, Kate, Joe, or any of the characters to send a message on your behalf, you can find the link to that via our link tree or on our website, dndoctorates.com. We're really enjoying seeing pictures of fans wearing our merchandise, showing off the goods that they've picked up from our Threadless website. Uh, if you have recently picked up some great DN Doctorates merch, show it off using the hashtag DN Doctorates and let us know. We really appreciate seeing you all enjoying what we're doing and supporting the show. Every bit of money goes towards upkeep fees like hosting and music and all those kinds of things. And we really appreciate any bit of support we have from you. The next episode for DN Doctorates goes up on Thursday, the 25th of February. So I won't hold you up any longer and we'll go back to this episode right now. You can see that on the second floor, there is a window that's open. Mm-hmm. But again, a five foot gap between the building you're on and that roof. Ben, question. How long is a quarter staff? Uh, a quarter? A quarter of what? Uh, it's between six to, six to nine feet. Oh, jeez. Perfect. Oh, wow. <laughs> that quarter staff I have. Whip. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, the window that we are looking at, I assume, opens outwards? Yes. Uh, and is ajar, I believe you said before. Yes. Can I please stick the end of my quarterstaff into the window so that I can open the window? Yes, you From can. From across the other side of the um, gap. Yep, don't even have to make a check. It's just... Nice. Cut across. Cool. Uh, and I'm just going to step back. I'm just be like, anyone? Well, we have to jump across first, right? Yes. For uh, the last, the second jump... I I will alert our friends downstairs when everyone is ready. Therefore, I will probably go last. All right. Well, Just from a- another round of guidance for everybody, if we're ready. Yep. All right. Let's do Meredith it. Meredith is going to, like, run and parkour, like, go head first and then do a roll on the other side. You realise that the other side is a full story down? Yeah. 
Cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, acrobatics, she's please. She's nimble. She's tiny. She's falling twice her height. She's a freaking 23. <laughs> Booyah. So the, that window is much larger for her to get through. Yeah, but still, it's more the falling that I'm worried about. <laughs> she's falling with style. Mm. She's hurling herself at the ground and missing. Yeah, no, I understand. Um, well, I got cool. a 13 he- to do the normal thing. As, <laughs> as Meredith goes to do that, I'm going to get my owl to swoop down like, and pass in front of the mm. other two so they know that okay. we're like going in. All right. Um, um, so Meredith has leapt in through the window, tumbled deftly and like bounced to her feet. Very springy. Fine. All right, so uh, yes, you get across, no problem, Harold. So you're on the roof. Meredith is inside the building on the second floor, mm. uh, on like a, a gangway plant, like a catwalk. Walkway, a catwalk. Catwalk, catwalk. Um, Potentia, where are you going? In the building or onto the roof? Well, technically, for the purposes of the action, um, my, my action has to be to tell my familiar what to do. So okay. I can't actually go anywhere until, like. So it's it's swoops past um, Michael and Sigurd and Michael takes this as instruction to now punch the person in front of him Uh, so they're engaged in a fist fight excellent Uh, and Sigurd will punch but lower (laughs) (laughs) Uh, during that because I like my 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 owl would fly back to me and be like they started punching (laughs) there's a fight now um, can I, given it's a five foot gap and she is very tall, she could absolutely do that straddle and step five foot into the window mm-hmm. itself. Um, mm-hmm. She would like to do that, please. Um, just give me a acrobatics. Do I still have guidance from before? Because Harold said he cast it on people, but I don't know no. whether that oh, it, it only lasts for one. Oh no, if you haven't done okay. your action well, yet, I haven't then done, absolutely I haven't, yes, I haven't the guidance is still up. Yeah. 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 Uh, maths. 13 and 1 is 14 and 3 is 17. Yep. Yep, you get through. Cool. Um, so inside, the noise of the city is muffled as you're in this, this large building. In the rough middle of the room below you on the, the ground floor mm-hmm. um, is a bound with rope gore just kind of laying on his side. Um, someone's placed a pillow underneath his head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and there's two people uh, standing next to him having an argument about whether or not ice is a rock. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean... One of them is very adamant that ice is a rock. The other one is not convinced. Ice is totally a rock. That's what this one is saying. Ice yeah. is totally a rock. I'm, and the other I'm one says, them. what, is then water lava? Like, that doesn't make sense. Ice is no rock. But this is kind of like the ocean is soup, right? Like... It's all semantics. That's the argument they're having anyway. I love it. I would argue that glacial ice is a rock, but uh, ice that you make in your freezer is not because at the temperature, because it is man-made as opposed to naturally made. Yeah, but man-made diamonds are still rocks, aren't they? No. Yes, they are. (laughs) We're not getting into this fight, but Mm. I would argue that glacial glacial ice is a rock. But I'm not going to get into this argument because this will take way too long. I really want to have this argument, but snow, we won't. Snow, snow is dust. Glacial ice is, is a rock. <laughs> well, snow is particulate. The ocean, the ocean is, the ocean is molten is ice. The, the ocean, ocean is, is molten, molten ice. 
The ocean is a soup. Well, the reason the reason I take that definition, by the way, is because ice in a glacier is classified as a mineral, whereas mm. uh, ice out of your refrigerator or freezer is not. Mm. So that's where I take well, that. They're, they're clearly distracted and not interested in whatever <laughs> uh, thing is happening at the front of this building. Um, and one of the people that uh, Potentius Owl has seen has gone to the front door. The warehouse is two stories tall inside. You're on a catwalk on the second floor. There are a number of crates uh, downstairs, and you cannot see the person who Michael was speaking to mm-hmm. at the front door. Mm-hmm. The person who's supposedly their uncle owns the building. Okay. Um, he appears to be asleep. Was the general yep. image of course? Yes. Sorry. Yeah. There was yep. a lot of information so in my brain. Just deleted he's that. He's below uh, us on the catwalk, right? He is below below you on the ground floor. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's. It's an open warehouse apart from this catwalk, which is um, runs along the wall and one okay. catwalky bit across the middle. Your, cl- your classic warehouse setup, we'll yeah, say. Yeah. Is it possible to message to people who are unconscious or asleep? They can't understand you. No, so I can't wake him up with a message? The target has to be able to hear you, I think, technically, and I don't know whether they... Can an unconscious person hear you? I, hmm, hmm. Can you message an unconscious person? Um, I think you could. Yeah, I don't like know if they would respond. Yeah, but like if you made an, is this similar to like if you made a noise to wake somebody up? Just in their brain. Or just outside, right? Like if you're. No, because you're, you're messaging to them. Yeah, true. So it'd be uh, like speaking to somebody in their dreams. It also probably depends on how unconscious they are and what kind of unconscious they are. It's true. Yeah, like maybe we could drop something onto Gore to wake him up. You can definitely uh, toss something at him, or what do I have? Do something. Uh, you can make a bunch of noise. If that's and what's try about to happen, like... I'm going to not let you do that. <laughs> I'm gonna get my <laughs> owl to fly in behind me through the window and go make a bunch of noise by like running into the windows on the far side. Oh okay. yeah, that'll work. Okay. <laughs> like uh, a bird who got inside. <laughs> I could I could throw my viol at him. No. And no. then um, I'm going to get her to do that for a bit and then like come back so that she goes back out the same window. Mm-hmm. But like okay. I'm in that time, I want to move down to the far end of the catwalk away from where the All open right. window so is. So I would, I would like to get stealth checks from Meredith and Potentia. Okay. This part, are we still within 30 feet of Harold? Yes. He's a he's he's above so you. So what does that mean? Yeah. Okay. So we'll, plus 10. We'll say as part of this as well. I would have I would have sort of gone down through the window off the roof at this point. Okay. So you'd like slip off the roof down into the window? Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, is there like is there like a stairwell? You know like the the fire exits 28? Like, yeah, 28 for me too. Um 28. Very nice. Uh sorry, Harry. there is um, not sorry, Ross. <laughs> There is not uh, I do it all the time. I call. I keep talking about you using your character names. Yep. It gets very confusing sometimes. Yep. Um, there is not an easy way to get into the building from the roof through that window. Mm-hmm. You would need to use a different way of getting into the building. Let, but you can make an acrobatics check and slide your way down and into that window if you would like. Yeah, I'll try that. Cast guidance on myself. Um, 18. Yes. Is that the first time that Harold has successfully done a dexterity check and not fallen off of something? No, that was was (laughs) a couple before. It's just rare. It's rare. 
<laughs> yes, you manage to uh, slide your way down and through the window. 20 stealth as well. Very nice. nice. You are uh, like the shadows <laughs> up on this, this catwalk. Yeah, like um, the shadows the in the night. Uh, your bird potentia, which we have to come up with a name at some point. But your, she your has owl. a name. I sent you her name. We'll have to reveal. Yes, we haven't done that yet. Name, that's fine. Her name at some point, so we can use her name rather than call her your owl. Yeah. Um, so she uh, is causing quite a distraction. Those two people who were arguing about whether ice is a rock are now thoroughly distracted by this owl and whether or not they can like pry a window open and get it out. And by the time she flies back out through the window that you had opened, you aren't there anymore. You'll move your way along. Did Gore wake up during all of that commotion? He did not. Nah. The three of you have made your way uh, along this gang, along this catwalk mm-hmm. to the corner of the warehouse. Uh, so you're now able to travel along the back part of the building, the, the short edge of the building. Um, there's also a ladder here that goes down to the ground floor. Mm-hmm. Um, or you could just leap over the edge and flourish for, for, for effect. Superhero landing. What's the plan? Don't tempt me, Frodo. What do we see now that we've sort of scaled around the building a bit? Do we see any extra people around? There was, there's another person who has now stepped uh, into this main area where Gore is. They're the person whose uncle owns the building. Mm-hmm. Harold has enough passive perception, but can I get a... Perception check from Tensha and Meredith, please. Uh, 11. Uh, 14. Okay. Um, you're able to catch just snippets of conversation from them because mm-hmm. um, he's kind of further away. And it sounds like he's the one in charge of whatever's going on here. Uh, just by the way, he's, he's giving instructions and talking to people. Is he in charge literally because his uncle owns the building? I'm not going to say. Okay. But... You will all hear him yell out that there's a fight at the front. We need to deal with this guy. And those two people, those two guys who were looking after Har- um, after Gore, will run to the front of the building, and he will go with them. So now there's nobody around. Are they outside? Uh, they're kind of in the doorways because Michael's kind of forced his way in. Michael and Sigurd kind of forced their way in, so they're kind of having this this melee at the the front door of the, the warehouse which is completely obscured by some of the crates in here. Mm-hmm. You just kind of hear it in the distance. Can Meredith just like turn to the other two and just be like, wow, these guys seem really smart. Yes, well, let's use that to our advantage, shall we? So, yeah. So there's the guy in charge is still there, Ben, or just? No, he, he's gone to the front as well. Oh, so all five have gone to the front. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, that's good. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so let, let's... um. All right, so we sneak down this ladder here and see if we can wake up our friend. Yeah. Why don't the two of you go down? I'll be on Overwatch. That sounds good to me. All right, sneaking down the ladder, ladder? I guess. Yes. Uh, I'll just get uh, one more stealth check from you as you make your way to Gore. I'm guessing you're crossing into the middle of the room. Mm -hmm. I'll cast guidance on myself before I do that, actually. Did you say 30? Yeah, because we've got the 10. Plus 10. Yeah, wow. so it's something plus 10. It's, so, so hang on. Wow. 20. I got a dirty 20 and then the plus 10. <laughs> wow. I feel like I no matter what. Hang on, isn't there so something sneaky. about 30s? 14 for Harold. Is there something? With the plus 10 from... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, well, no. It's just a low roll. Wow, it's a very low roll. Um, okay, so so Meredith disappears almost. She's like pirouetting and flipping, and like nobody <laughs> can yeah. see it. She like Meredith is Harold's shadow. Like she is disappearing. <laughs> she has she has vanished. Um, Harold less quiet, uh, but there's a fight going on. So you don't think anyone's really heard you. Mm-hmm. Um, you get over to Gore. Uh, who is still laying unconscious on the ground. Uh, he is lightly snoring. Oh, okay. I was going to say, can I do a, Merid- uh, a Meredith check? A medicine check? <laughs> <laughs> what would be a Meredith check? Check for, um, check for Meredith. <laughs> check, check for optimism. Yeah, no yeah. optimism found. <laughs> um, but if he's just asleep, I'm just going to shake him. Gore, wake up. He doesn't respond at all. Okay. Uh, can I get a medicine check, please, from Meredith? Yes. Now I'm going to do a, me- a medicine check. A Meredith check. Oh, I'll no. give you an assist with this because... Um, I got a dirty 20. Nice. Cool. Um, you can smell something Thank on his breath, which you recognize uh, to be like a sleep narcotic type thing. Okay. Some kind, kind of drug for knocking people out for, for sleeping. If I cast lesser restoration, so that um, gets rid of effects, mm. is the um, the like, he's effectively being kind of poisoned. Right. Okay, that was going to be my question. So if I cast that, can I get rid of the poison and wake him up? You think so? Okay. Cool. I'm going to try that. So yeah, I cast lesser restoration, and I'm going to take away the um, poison effect. Okay. He kind of like snores a bit and goes. Meredith? Gore? Harold will just go, shh. Keep, oh, keep shh, quiet, Gore. Shh. We've come to rescue you. He, he's like, like shifting and struggling against the ropes. No, 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 no. Shh, shh, shh. It's all good. We've got you. Um, can we start untying? Yeah, you can You can make a side of hand check to untie him. Can I be keeping an eye on the front door, please, while all of this is going on? Mm-hmm. I'll give you guidance as well to do that, Meredith. Okay. I got 16. Yeah, that's enough to untie him. Great. So what I'll do is, um, once we move Gore, um, I'll take some of the rope that was used to bind him, and I will cast Snare in the position that Gore was. And essentially what happens is there is a five-foot invisible rope. Uh, You have to make a successful investigation check against my spell DC of 14 to, to sense it. Um... And basically what happens is um, a small, medium, or large creature um, has to succeed on a dexterity saving throw or be magically hoisted into the air, leaving them hanging upside down three feet above the ground, and the creature is restrained there until the spell ends. Okay. So where Gore used to be, essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, Harold, it sounds like that fight has stopped. Mm -hmm. And from where you are, you cannot tell who has won that fight. Can Potentia tell? No, that's just, the door is obscured by, by crates. You could just hear okay. the fight earlier. You couldn't see it. There's like a lot of crates. Um, okay, can I, can I get my... <laughs> can I get my owl, please? To um, mm. fly into the pile of crates. <laughs> to knock, with the goal to being to knock them into the front door. Uh, I will need your owl to make a strength check. Athletics? Athletics. I don't know that they have additional stats outside of like strength or whatever. It's not going to be great unless I roll really well. 
So. Well, owls cluster as tiny creatures in in the stat block. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's less strong than Meredith. Oh dear. That's a shame. I, I mean, I mean, I, I got a fifteen. Which is funny mm. because she has a minus four to strength. <laughs> <laughs> so close. Mm. Your owl will swoop in, gathering its speed as much as it can, and charge headfirst into a crate. Um, there is a considerable thump and a slight puff of feathers as she recoils off the crate landing on a a crate nearby but that crate um, tilts slightly and rocks back and rocks again and it it sits there hangs just for a moment before it very very slowly begins to tilt with the five crates beneath it as well well, as like a Jenga tower. That distraction is happening. Um, Meredith, Gore, and I will probably stealth our way okay. up, the, up the ladder. Okay. Can I get a stealth check, please, from you? Is Gore now affected by pass of that trace, or does he have to be I there when you cast it? Believe. Also, is he in the mascot costume still? No, he is not. If he was in the mascot costume, you wouldn't be able to see Gore. You'd just see this green cube. Yeah, I just want to check. I, it's actually ambiguous. I imagine the intent would be that you would have to be um, in the area at the time it was cast, because it, it is a okay. buff. Um, 14 okay. for Harold, again. 17 oh, for Meredith. Harold. 14 for Gore. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you're not particularly quiet, but there is now a <laughs> lot of noise as these crates have <laughs> fallen over towards the front door. I believe earlier... Uh, Joe, you referred to it as potential shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, yep. that's good. I'm very happy with that. Um, whilst I can, like, whilst that is all going on, can I have a look around to see if I can spot the mascot costume? Because I know I would know that Gore is not wearing it. It should mm-hmm. be here. Mm-hmm. Where is the mascot costume? Give me a perception. Uh, also, your owl is sort of like stumbling around on that crate it landed on, looking a little dizzy. Can I have her? Can I? Can I? Poof her um, into, in, like, to me, basically. Yes. Um, Thank she you. Will be <laughs> she can sit on my shoulder. shoulder. <laughs> be patting her head while I'm having a look around. Uh, do the deception you said is mm-hmm. 18. You don't see the costume at all. Hmm. There are a bunch of crates that could, that could fit the costume, but you don't see it. Okay. Uh, so Meredith, Harold, and Gore ascend the ladder and get back up onto the catwalk. Friend Potentia, this is a strange dream. Gore, can you jump, say, seven feet? In which direction? Through the window onto the neighbouring roof. <clears throat> Gore is not dreaming, is he? No. No. Gore, I think they... Gore ki- needs to go out the window I now. think they kidnapped you, buddy, I'm afraid. Can we have this I conversation this. outside, Gore, please? Not okay. in here. Uh, Gore, one last question before you jump through the window. Uh, did they take you in the mascot suit? And if so, do you know what happened to it? Yes, they took me in the mascot suit. Well, they picked up the mascot suit. I was in the mascot suit. I didn't let go of the mascot suit. So yes, they took you in the mascot suit. Okay. And you're no longer wearing the mascot suit. You don't know what happened to it? 
He looks down at himself. No. How do you get Gore? Some of your friends have been providing a very good distraction. Gore rolls an athletics to just leap through the window and up. And he rolls a 23. Yeah. <laughs> See you, buddy. Landing on the, the roof outside and adjacent to you. What are the three of you doing? Are you following after him? Well, I don't think I can follow that, to be honest. Um, Harold, do you see the mascot suit anywhere? Um, I can certainly have a look. You don't see it with your passive. Oof, 19. Can I roll a perception as well? Mm. Yeah, you can roll as well. 21. No, don't see it. Come on, guys. It's not worth it. We've got Gore. He's important. They can always make another suit. Yes, yeah, so I also want to make sure Michael and Sigurd aren't, you know, they were a little outnumbered, so I, I want to make sure they're not in too much mischief but we do have to figure out how to get out of here I, I can't leap out of a window I'm afraid it's not with two stories below me can I just turn to Meredith and say Meredith do you remember when we were in the library yes and you made us not go yes. splat yes, any I chance do. you could uh, could I assist I absolutely do that please as you're doing this and about to dip out the window you see that there are two people dragging Michael and Sigurd down the alleyway well then, I think we should go down, don't you? I think so. I think it's time we dropped in on our new friends, yes. <laughs> Gore, wait there, we'll be back in a moment. Gore will look down, his eyes widen, and he leaps. 